0: And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Are you looking for a Bible study for the entire family? Well, I created one after searching for months for a study that would encourage my family to have group discussions, teach life truth, as well as point to God as creator. So since I couldn't find one, I created one, Homeschooling with Proverbs. I didn't want to zoom through the book of Proverbs in one month, as some suggest. Instead, I wanted to savor and meditate on the words and have the entire family on the same page. If you want a Bible study written for the entire family with specific audios and activities from pre-K to adult, look no further. This set can be used Studying one lesson per month or completed in nine months or sooner. The option is yours. In this set, you will find audios, printables, and when completed, you and your children will have a beautiful keepsake notebook. Visit homeschoolingwithproverbs.com for more information and begin studying the book of Proverbs. Allow God's word to speak to you. Powerline Productions wants to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. Because of this, we offer a wide variety of books and ebooks about homeschooling, homeschool classes, and Bible study workshops like Real Men Build. Pastor Mike and Meredith Curtis, along with their daughter Katie Beth Curtis, have written this comprehensive Bible study to help men of all ages grow in leadership in the home, in the church, and in the world. Learn more at PowerlineProd.com. That's P-O-W-E-R. L I N E P R O D dot com. Powerline Productions. Being world changers, raising world changers.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today on the line with me is Meredith Curtis. And I'm really excited because she's the organized one out of the two of us. And today we're going to be talking about getting ready for school and school organization. And you can find the show notes at vintagehomeschoolmom.com Meredith um, has a wonderful website, MeredithCurtis.com, as well as PowerlineProd, and that's PowerlineProd.com where you can find her books and um, wonderful information about all of the things that she offers there. And Meredith, today uh, we are going to be talking about getting ready for school, and I know as we're recording this, it's August, but I'm really happy to be talking about this because we want to start out the school year ahead instead of behind. Uh, So if you're thinking about uh, starting school Um, At a different time of the year, you know, uh, this might be something you want to do before then. So, um, first, welcome and, um, you know, anything you want to share with us before we get started? Um,
2: Just how exciting it is, I think, to start the school year with an organized homeschool because I know by the end of the year for me, Felice, I have so much clutter everywhere and I have piles of books everywhere. The kids have piles of books everywhere. So, um, yeah, this, I may start out the year organized, but by the end of the year, I'm ready to reorganize. So I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about this
1: today. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to add some of the fun things that we do when we start our school year, which have been really helpful to me. And, um, you know, everything that I'm going to be sharing is the wonderful blessings that I've received in children that are organized. Um, So um, I'll be sharing a little bit more about that and some of the things that my kids have helped me do. Um, But yeah, let's, let's talk about this. So what would be one of the, um, you know, first things, obviously we want to clean out and declutter and, you know, maybe look at some books that we have, but what is like, you know, one of the first things that we can do to get organized.
2: Well, I know for me, the first thing I do is I take all the things from last year and I file them away. You know, I kind of weed through the kids' school stuff. What do I want to save? What do I want to get rid of? Um, What I never throw away writing papers because we can always rewrite those later in writing classes. And I, you know, file all that stuff away in totes or a filing cabinet And um, then I go through like a lot of the books, you know, they're out like maybe textbooks, they go back on their place on the shelf. And that's just basically, I like to start with putting everything from the year before away. And then I like to kind of sit down with a cup of coffee and with the Lord and just kind of think, what really went well this past year? What went poorly? What, what, what curriculum do I never ever want to use again? What curriculum do I think, wow, I can't wait to use that again? And just, I like to evaluate, you know, and as I'm cleaning and putting stuff away, it's kind of the perfect time for me to do that because, you know, a lot of times we don't actively think about the year that just ended. We just kind of move right on like robots to the next year and we we just get so busy. So that's kind of a neat time for me to kind of not just declutter home school room, but declutter my brain and sort of like
1: mm-hmm.
2: get those thoughts out.
1: I think that's great um one of the things that I do um with my kids by at the end of the year is I do save all of their you know we we get rid of the materials that we don't need and then they put together um, kind of an end-of-the-year book, which they've been working on throughout the year. So they would have work samples from the beginning, middle, and end of year because we always had evaluations each year. Um, And even if they did take – my kids didn't take standardized tests. They just took the the SAT when they were ready for college entrance. We never did tests. I did maybe once or twice with Neil and Christina – Um, Those are my two oldest, um, but the last three didn't do the standardized tests. I felt that I already knew where they were, and a lot of people like them, so I'm not saying if you use that as, you know, a way to see how your kids are doing, that's great. But because we did, I felt, um, a different type of curriculum. They were going to be compared to some of the kids, um, you know, across the state, and, yes, there were certain, you know, things that they needed to know each year, um, but, like, for example, we might have, have learned American history and government years before they were supposed to know that. So, right. um, and then some things we might learn later, like, um, you know, um, macro, micro, and macro economics. So, that may have not been, you know, when that should have been learned. So, um, I did a series actually, and I will put some of the links in this podcast, and that is. Um, I believe the beginning and end of year check. So I did a uh, I called it a checkup for parents and that is basically doing what you were saying when you got your coffee and prayed and that is like like for the end of the year checkup. That would be a time when I looked and I said, "Okay, so what are you know, what went really well this year? What was a a train wreck and I never want to do again?" And as a veteran homeschool mom, after maybe, I want to say the third or fourth year, if something wasn't going well, I had no problem of just stopping it mid-year. Now, my daughter did that with the history curriculum one time, and she, you know, called me and said, this is just not working, I don't really like the philosophical bent of this one, Um, it's too verbose. I'm lo- losing the kids. I want something that's going to be more hands-on. And I said, okay. I said, bring me all the babes and, you know, you took some time and research it. So she came over and, you know, I let her go into another room and she could take some time and do that. So, um, you know, a lot of times people ask other friends and I have found that one friend could absolutely love something. And Even if we agreed on a lot of things, that didn't necessarily mean I was going to like it. So I would always ask some questions, like, why did you like the book that you moved? And, you know, well, I liked it because I didn't have to do a lot of work and I could just give him a workbook. Well, then that wasn't going to appeal to me. You know, especially in history, you want to, you know, it's his story. You want to be able to weave you know, the chain of events, so what what you know you want your kids to think, so what what did you learn from this, or what could we learn from this period of history that we never want to do again? okay, so Meredith, it's the beginning of the year, and we want to get started. so, what does your beginning of the year look like? Well, at the
2: beginning of the year, what I like to do is I like to um, get everything ready for the school year that the kids will need, so Um, You know, I check in the big storage cabinet, make sure there's plenty of notebook paper, pens, pencils, art supplies. And then we have totes. So I fill their totes, like if there's a textbook they're using, workbooks, things like that. I fill their totes with those things. And then since we do have a homeschool room, but my kids like to study at the dining room table or in the family room, that way they can just grab their totes bring it downstairs, work on their stuff, then put everything back in the tote and put the tote away. And it ends up keeping the house clean and tidy. So that's one thing that I do is get that all ready. And then if they're taking a literature class, usually for English, there's quite a lot of books they're going to read. I'll create Mm -hmm. a shelf and I'll just line the books up on the shelf in the order that they need them so they don't have to go hunting you know, once a week for books. So that, um I like to do that. So that way everything is accessible. And, and I like to have a time where I sit down with my kids and we just kind of talk. I talk to each one of them like, this is what you'll be learning this year. This is what it will be like. Not like a long hour talk, just about five minutes. And then if they have any questions or if there's anything they specifically want to do, um that way we're all on the same page. And if we need to make changes, um another thing I do at the beginning of the year is make a schedule. And we just write a schedule and then we use it for two weeks in the school year and then we reevaluate and redo it. And um my kids are all different. Some of them like to do each subject every day. Some of them like to just do, you know, do all of their history on one afternoon or two afternoons. So we we schedule out, like, and we put in all the things we do for church, all the extracurricular activities and things like that. So, um, And then once we have our firm schedule, we tape it up on the storage cabinet, and that way, you know, if anyone forgets, they can just look and say, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do a map and then do this, this, and this. And so um, that keeps us kind of organized and gets us off to a great start.
1: I think that's great. And, um, a couple of things, um, I would talk to my kids each year about what they wanted to learn ahead of time beforehand, because it was always surprising. Like one year they wanted to learn about oceanography and one year they wanted to learn about, you know, the stars. And so we would incorporate some of that, whether or not that was the year that they were supposed to learn it, especially um, when they were younger. And then, um, as far as doing school, we did it in our school room, so I had a shelf that that I used, and then one of the best things I ever bought was one of those cubby shelves that had the little drawers so that mm. they could put their books, you know, one was just a shelf of books where they put some of their books, and then others were, you know, I would just throw stuff in. I know it wasn't the most organized thing, but then it kept everything neat, so one was like, you know, um, art supplies and things like that, and I loved – um, buying them new supplies each year so they would get, you know, marker and crayons and things like that and pencils. And one year, my son asked for mechanical pencils. So, you know, that was something that I just added to my list. And it started like, you know, it was almost like Christmas when school started. And I also put up a banner, like, welcome to the school year, and I'd use pictures.
2: Aww. all
1: Yeah, can you tell the elementary teacher? Yes, that's so cute. I love that. I love that. And then um, for scheduling, I love that you revamp your schedule, Um, what we ended up doing. And I think especially at the beginning, I think that's great. And then as time goes on, my husband told me to give the kids a checklist which um, is really wonderful. And if you're part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network email list, um, you are getting printables each month, and you are also getting those are going to be um, part of the printables, especially for the back-to-school. And, um, and so you can use those or make your own. But I had a checklist for the kids so they could go through and check off all of the stuff that they did each day or, like like you said, some days we would skip things and I would always make it, you know, depending on um, what we were doing that year. The other um, thing with I want to go back to the organizing the shelves, um, because I'm not super organized and it kind of missed a gene, um, <laughs> it <laughs> went to my daughter and I didn't get it. Um, she um, was frustrated one year I'd love that she would love you as a parent to have the the (laughs) reading books in order I'll have to tell her that because she would just absolutely love that but she decided one summer that we were taking everything off the shelves and so we had each row because I had you know these big shelves um, was a subject and so it started with you know, because over the years we accumulated things that I wanted to keep each year and I would get rid of the things I didn't. And so it started with like the high school books and then it would go down to the elementary. So the science books were all on one shelf. The math books, we didn't have as many, so that was a half a shelf. And then I had, like, a whole shelf of creation science books, which is probably not surprising to you, and, um, you know, and so just things like that, you know, arts and craft books and art books, and and so it was so nice, Um, you know, we had a section for religious books and books about the saints, and, you know, so, in fact, I was looking the other day, and they're all gone because now Christina has them all, which is fine, (laughs) but um, (laughs) my shelves are getting pretty sparse up here. So it just it it, it does kind of um, make it so much easier when you know that you know here are your books. So uh, we had a portable shelf where we would put our books for the year, and so we kind of did the same thing you did with your reading books. But that was like some of our history books that we were going to read because we I'm sure you did as well. We did a lot of biographies, so right. um, that really helped.
2: That's true, and you know. That's so funny because I have all my shelves organized, and I have them all divided by subjects. And then for history, and like history biographies and things like that, I have them all in order chronologically, starting with creation and going <laughs> so I am I am an organizer.
1: <laughs> you really are you really are yeah and I, I think that's great and that's the thing you know, if you're not, somebody is like Christina came over when my little ones were little, and she was married at that point. Um, and she um, one year, I was frustrated because I there was too many moving pieces in my home school that year. There were too many things I wanted to cover. So she said, I love planning and I love, and she just had a kindergartner at the time. So I said, Well, come over and plan my year. And she did. You know, she took our math book, and one of the things she did was she went through, Okay, how many lessons are there? How many days are you going to be homeschooling? And then she just did simple division and said, Okay, these are the lessons you need to accomplish each week, which made it so nice. And then we had like a master list of, you know, so you could track, Are you, getting behind okay well we may need to do two lessons this week if we're going to take a day off and we always left friday blank um, as mm. far as you know having to do something heavy duty because that was your field trip day or your catch-up day or your read-aloud day or whatever you were going to add to that and it also gave you wiggle room if someone was sick or you know, you had to take someone to, you know, a doctor appointment or dentist, and it gave – it didn't – you weren't feeling like you were behind. Because I think that's the problem that a lot of mommies uh, feel like, oh, my gosh, we didn't learn anything or we're so behind, which is uh, why I like my begin, beginning, middle, and end of the year set that I put together. Um, and I will have links on this um, podcast uh, so that you can find that. And that's a checkup to see, you know, how are you, what are you thinking in the beginning of the year? You know, what are you going to focus on? And then also look at the end of the year, um, how did you do? And I don't think I did a podcast on the middle of the year, but that uh, set is available um, in the Media Angels membership site. So, Meredith, as we are um, closing up here and getting organized for the school year, is there anything that you want to add?
2: Um I think that, um I think you're right. I think if you get organized at the beginning and especially like laying out there you know like what Christina did is what I do as well, like laying out, you know, not like we're not gonna get off track a little bit, but it gives us a you know kind of a a game plan. I think that once one of the things I also do is schedule in um an empty week in the spring and the fall just because sometimes there's sickness or unexpected trips or things like that. But I think if you start the year off organized, it gives everyone just a sense of, okay, you know, we're on track, we know what we're doing, and then it's easier to say, hey, let's do something different today, you know, and you know what you need to do to stay on target. It makes it easier especially because we all have those children that like to know what the plan is and are yeah. we on track and so um, but and then stay lighthearted and fun because God wants us to enjoy learning and homeschooling you know that those years gosh we both know they go by so fast and so to be able to start and really um, enjoy one another and I think it's really something special that we have as we start a new year because pretty soon we'll you know we'll be looking back and saying, "Oh, I miss those days." and <laughs> saying to our children, "Hey, can I come over and help you homeschool the grandchildren?"
1: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, grandma does art with the kids and um if you are a Facebook friend, I have that on my wall. Um this summer, actually it was um Easter break. I had my um four kids that are my, niece, my niece's children and um, some of my grandchildren. I didn't have Christina's two littlest ones. And uh, we did art here and it was really, really fun. The kids all painted and we had a really good time. And it's, you know, something that they're not going to get a, a chance to do as much um, on their own right. or at home. They, they It's really cute because they start some paintings and then they um, Alex brought a painting the other day, and he said, Grandma, we need to fix this. <laughs> so I was just like, I go, no, you did the colors really well. I we just need to put some detail in. And so um, it was fun, but you're right. I am. This will be the first year since 1986, and I'll let you guys do the math, that I am not beginning a homeschool year. And even though uh, my son was involved um, and my daughter uh, the last two in some dual-enroll classes, um, they were not full-time students. They had um, actually finished um, ho- homeschooling early, and instead of just going on to college, they did some college courses while they were at home. So it did count for dual enrollment credit. And as one of my, my friends um, who does the transcripts for us, she looked at it, and she goes, Mike has one of the most eclectic Um, high school college credits that I've ever seen. And part of it was he took classes he was interested in because he didn't really need them for credit. Mm -hmm. Um, Like marine biology and, um, you know, some of the speech classes and, um, you know, a couple of others. But so Meredith, we are going to wrap up here. And I just want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us. And I'm excited because I want to share with everyone um, that that we are going to have more information about um, Meredith's upcoming classes on on teaching, um, you know, kind of understanding the times that we live in and also teaching our children how to um, uh, counteract um, some of the negativity and be able to discuss things rationally with others while still upholding their beliefs. So I'm really happy about that, and I just want to thank all you guys. Uh, for coming and look for the link um, organized homeschool and you'll find it on vintage thank you Meredith God bless and bye bye
0: are you looking for a Bible study for the entire family well I created one after searching for months for a study that would encourage my family to have group discussions teach life truth, as well as point to God as creator. So, since I couldn't find one, I created one. Homeschooling with Proverbs. I didn't want to zoom through the book of Proverbs in one month, as some suggest. Instead, I wanted to savor and meditate on the words and have the entire family on the same page. If you want a Bible study written for the entire family with specific audios and activities from pre-K to adult, look no further. This set can be used studying one lesson per month or completed in nine months or sooner. The option is yours. In this set, you will find audios, printables, and when completed, you and your children will have a beautiful keepsake notebook. Visit homeschoolingwithproverbs.com for more information and begin studying the book of Proverbs. Allow God's word to speak to you. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.